Fantastic. Okay, welcome everyone to the week eight um, July 2022 group for Naturally Healthy Club. And today we're talking about feelings. So this is a 6 a.m. Sydney time call. Um, excellent. And I'm going to start today with a quote from Churchill, Winston Churchill, one of my all-time favorites. <laughs> He's so good for the quote. And he says, success is going from failure to failure without a loss of enthusiasm. So success is going from failure to failure without a loss of enthusiasm. And I love this quote because it just normalizes that whenever we're trying to achieve anything, we like re the reality of it is that we're spending more time failing than we are actually like succeeding until we actually get where we want to go. So that I don't love this, like this idea that we, you know, we're willing to fail as many times as it takes and that it's just, it's normal. It's like success is just going from failure to failure without a loss of enthusiasm. So we just keep picking ourselves up and keep going and going and going. And like when I look at so many things that I've achieved in my life, like changing my relationship with alcohol, like dramatically, like my business, like so many things, like in the, when I've been in it, it's felt like failure after failure after failure. But when I've like, but th that was how I succeeded. So I really loved that. And then I shared with the group last night, um, a, like my business coach had actually put a thing on a little reel on Instagram saying like, what if instead of calling it failure, we started to call it, call them plot twists. And I just like, this idea is such a cool idea because like this, because when we think about failing, like it just, it feels heavy. It feels blah. But the thing is that like failure is always like that's part of the journey. So if we see it as rather than seeing it's a failure going, call it a plot twist, then you're like, oh, yeah, like it just I wasn't expecting this to happen. I wanted something else. But this is just a twist in the plot. It doesn't mean that it's all over and it's, you know, it's that it's, we don't have to make it mean anything bad. So I just thought like that might be something that we in the Naturally Healthy Club we might start doing is, is calling them plot twists instead of, of failures and to see how that feels much more light. And also then we're like, oh, huh. Like it just makes it helps bring, makes it easier to get to the place of curiosity in terms of problem solving and deciding what to do next when we do have something that doesn't turn out as we expected. So a bit, uh, bit of philosophy there to start the start the early morning call. Um, okay, so uh, let's also go through our Naturally Healthy Club philosophy. So we eat intentionally to maximize the pleasure of food. We're kind and self-compassionate, not self-indulgent. We love and accept ourselves at every weight. We decide ahead and make intentional choices. And if I had to actually like choose one this whole idea of making intentional choices is really if it had to take like we could only have one philosophy in the naturally healthy club that would be it um although the maximizing the pleasure is, is big as well <laughs> um okay so we make intentional choices we listen to our bodies and stop when we're satisfied we manage our self-talk in the moment we allow urges without resisting or giving in we are evolving our self-concept with our intentional belief plan. We prioritize protein and trust our internal nutrition compass. We are intentional about our habits. We weigh ourselves every day without shame. We focus on one meal at a time. We choose again in any moment. We feel our emotions without buffering and we soothe ourselves every day. We enjoy proper meals and intentional snacks. We are getting exactly what we need, exactly when we need it. 
We are experimenting to find our own naturally healthy process. We are willing to fail and have as many plot twists as it takes, as many times as it takes, and we stay naturally healthy with ease and joy. Okay, so plan for today. Got some news to share. We'll do. I want to um, do a, a little wins. So share what's working with you with you guys. Want to hear from everyone. Um, then we'll do a recap on what we covered last week. Then we're going to go into our process and do a little recap on that. And then we're going to be talking about feelings. And I've actually got an exercise that I want that we're going to to do to practice feeling our feelings, which is really fun. Um, and then we'll, we'll look at what's not working with you guys and we'll decide what your one thing is that you're going to focus on for the next week. So in terms of news, uh, so we are doing a new challenge but I've called it the pleasure project and basically it's uh, it's a choose your own adventure thing where it's up to you like it's just 14 days of focusing on pleasure and maximizing pleasure and it's up to you like how you want to implement that whether that's you know every time you eat you might choose like one meal that you want to really focus on you might want to plan in some intentional treats so that you can bring in the pleasure that way or you might just want to focus on whatever food you're already eating um but yeah it's and as everything we do like it's totally optional but it is really fun and this like this idea of focusing on pleasure is so important to being an actually healthy person like giving yourself permission to enjoy food makes a big difference so that's there if you um when you're ready to check that out it's in the in circle in the challenges section um in other news buddy program don't forget to check in with your buddies um circle is they've actually updated they've just done a real, bit of a redesign so they've got a new look so the next time you log into circle it'll look slightly different it's not huge but um just thought i'd mention that so you know that it is it, it is a bit bit it has changed um post of the week prize this week goes to jordan um which was such a good post she was it was like super short and she just said I'm still here <laughs> and so which I wanted to celebrate Jordan for showing up and, and writing that and also to celebrate the rest of the group I didn't think there were like 10 people that commented on on that post and so just I want you to wanted to point this out so you can see the value of just showing up in a very small way can make a big difference and so when you're thinking about posting in the group or doing a review or anything it doesn't have to be epic it doesn't have to take a lot of time and actually sometimes those short things are, are just as powerful if not more powerful so um yay for jordan and if you want to win the prize next week just all you need to do is just post anything in the group so share any wins that you've had any new insights any ahas any struggles that like we welcome the struggles any plot twists that are freaking you out um and anything or anything that's inspiring like you might see a um a quote or a podcast listen to a podcast or something like or read, be reading a book like just share share them all um okay and the other news um your august review is due now so if you haven't posted a, a review in the group for august or sent message me with a review um in august make sure that you get that in now i'll be chasing those those up um and what else joyful cooking oh that's right so i've opened up application i'm opening up applications tomorrow for the next round of joyful cooking which starts in a few weeks and just wanted to 
let you guys know that there's so much overlap between like joyful cooking. It's, it is really, you know, it can be a really fun thing to complement the work of the Naturally Healthy Club. Um, but I encourage you to focus on the work here first because this is the biggest potential for change because even if you're cooking amazing food and it's all really healthy and great, it's still so easy to overeat or to be, you know, have eating random stuff and for you, like for the net result for you not to really make that much progress on like the weight side of things and your relationship with food side of things. Um, so joyful cooking, absolutely fun. And if you feel inspired and you're like, you know, I really want to do that, Jules, go for it. But I, I re really would encourage you to just focus on the work we're doing here in Naturally Healthy Club. But really the, the amount of food you eat and how you think about it and all the work the habits that we're building here are going to serve you a lot. Like they're going to lay the foundation for your health um, in a way more um, effective way than just changing like your relationship with cooking. So, um, so yeah, just wanted to, to mention that if you, if you think you were thinking about doing both, then I'd, I'd unless you're like hundred percent all in, I'd recommend just sticking with the naturally healthy club stuff. And I will be running joyful cooking again next year. So you can do that in the future. Okay, so no one's on screen. I've got no, no cameras on, but um, so does anyone have anything that they want to share that's working well with the group? I haven't actually dug up anything from Circle this week. Um, let's see, it's any, you can type in the chat or if you want to unmute yourself and chat, you don't have to turn the camera on. It's 6 a.m. here. <laughs> We've got no makeup jewels. Someone must have something that they want to share with the group. All right. Yay. So Sheila said weighing daily, totally into it. Yes, me too, Sheila. <laughs> yeah, it's so it's so it's so mad that that can actually be like fun <laughs> when we change our thoughts about it and see it as a positive thing. Awesome, Sheila. Hey Jules. Oh, hello, Lani. <laughs> I was just thinking, you know, I think one of the greatest things that that I feel like right now is the group um, and, and having this month or weekly uh, time to come because it kind of just keeps me going, you know, and it's, it's like, okay, I can do this. Maybe I wasn't the best during this week, but it's kind of like a restart for me. So I really appreciate this, this. Weekly. Oh, yay. So, that's a yeah I really appreciate it too Leilani it's great to to notice that hey that you can have a like you know whatever happens in your week but you can come back and just refocus on that yeah this is what where I want to get to and have that that check in and you know that you're not alone too because you know when yeah. people comments you know like okay we're all trying you know so um, right yeah Oh, awesome, yeah. Leilani. Anything else that, that's working well for you specifically? Well, I not anything right now. You know, like I had mentioned before, you know, I had gotten the shingles and I'm still, I oh, mean, I'm yeah. pretty much pretty much over it, but but there are just still some after effects. But not only that, and I don't know if it's like the end of a summer 
always kind of pulls me down a little bit because I love summertime so much. And, you know, then, you know, things are going <laughs> to Yeah, change. especially where, where you live, it's going to get some, <laughs> some cold. Yeah, yeah. And, and I just think sometimes, I don't know how it is for others. I don't have kids anymore at home that go off to school. But, you know, for those that do, I mean, you've got these changes of schedule and, and changes that are kind of happening, you know, and I don't know, this last month has just seemed a little bit overwhelming for me. Um, you know, just trying to well, singles, fit are one more singles thing will do in. that, Leilani. Yeah. 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 But I mean, just there's just been a lot going on. And so for me, it's been kind of a month that has been a little bit overwhelming, but at least I can come here and you know, have, have these discussions or, you know, just have you given us that pep talk just helps me a lot. So thank you. Oh, you're welcome, Leilani. I think that's like with the overwhelm piece, like that's when it's really important to just be focusing on one thing at a time, knowing like, cause we, you know, as there's so many things that we could be doing and just knowing that just by focusing on one little thing each week, that's going to move, move like that's going to help you make the make the progress without having to do too much. Yes, thank you. Yeah. Okay, great. Oh, good to hear from you, Leilani. I hope the shingles, like I've had them, they're awful. Um, okay, Bill said weighing daily and keeping to daily practice pretty well. Excellent. Great, Bill. Awesome. And Sally is probably driving, so we won't get her to type or talk while she's driving. <laughs> Fantastic. Okay. So um, let's do just do a recap from last week. So last week we spoke about pleasure and how basically the, the summary there is that enjoying food, you know, enjoying the pleasure of food is a key part of being naturally healthy a just because it's fun and because we can <laughs> um but also more like no actually not even more importantly but the the kind of side benefit to this is that when we focus on the pleasure and we are, allow ourselves to really enjoy whatever food we're eating it's a million times easier to feel satisfied with a reasonable amount so so that is a, this is a huge part of being a naturally person, healthy person. And the how-to on the pleasure is really we want to just set that intention that we're going to, like, enjoy this food, that we're going to focus on this food, we're going to, like, allow ourselves to experience this food. And then, and then, then it's actually, you know, focusing on the food. So finding your way, like, whatever that looks like for you, but, but finding that, that way to bring bring your focus into the food so you know turning off distractions um although you know and just bringing us and when you actually noticing when you do get distracted with your thoughts or whatever just bringing it it's kind of like a little it can be a little meditation that you just oh no i'm just gonna that i won't think about that now I've, I've got this beautiful food to eat here and then it's the third part of it is really like just slowing down and savoring and where, however that looks for you um in, you know, and you can play around with it and have fun with it like it's it's not meant to be a heavy thing so so that's some, some short the short and sweet version of last week's um on pleasure and also last week we did our progress tracking quiz for um for august so if you haven't um haven't done your quiz the, the we're doing a monthly check-in with that um, you can find it in circle under the resources section and it's good to just do that because 
because it's it's great to have a different metric where we're actually tracking to see how we're making what changes we're making and how like what a difference it's, it can be a, a useful thing for identifying areas to work on but and also for getting that positive momentum like noticing the changes because our brains have that negativity bias where they're always looking for what we're not doing at all looking at the problems so by doing that progress quiz it, it can highlight actually you know what we are making progress and give us that feeling of um to, so that we get the momentum to keep moving forward Okay, so that, does anyone have any questions on last week? Well, I don't have, don't have water here. Um, no, nothing. Is it nothing's come up? If something does come up, for sure, yell out. Um, okay, and then a reminder in our process. So, and this is uh, the thing I can't stress enough is that this is your process, and it, it doesn't have to be perfect. Like you don't have to be doing everything all of the time to make progress towards your goals. And in fact, I don't think it's, it's definitely not necessary and it's probably not even like desired that you're working on everything all the time and like, you know, doing everything perfectly. And if you, and like there's three parts to our process, but if you were to only do one thing, it would be making intentional choices. Like that is really the difference between a random person and a naturally healthy person is that naturally healthy people like make these intentional choices so if they are having ice cream they're owning the ice cream they're loving the ice cream and they're having a reasonable amount of ice cream they're not like having like tubs and tubs of it um and that is that will make the difference between you know making progress on your weight and not and changing and also making progress in your relationship with food or not it's this being intentional is the really the number one thing. So if you can be not doing the other parts, but if you're getting in that being intentional piece and then like that is going to make a difference. And again, you don't even have to do that perfectly, but the more intentional you can be, like just bringing some intentionality will make a big difference. And I've worked with people and that's like, it's funny, I was talking to a couple of people this week who've been, Oh, I haven't felt they've felt like they haven't been doing everything and they haven't been getting enough done and they haven't been consistent. It's been the big thing that's coming up. But then when they look at actually where they've how far they've come, they're like, oh, like, you know, when one person was like, oh, you know, they'd been to their doctor and before their cholesterol was like, you know, they were about to go on medication. They went, no, I'm going to turn it around. And then just by making these intentional choices, they had another doctor's appointment this week and cholesterol's all back together like their hba1c is, is is like where it needs to be like and she was like i don't know how i did that but and i think it comes down to like this thing of making intentional choices so it's it's one of those subtle things that can kind of feel like it sneaks up on you that you're actually making a big difference in what you're doing so uh yeah just wanted to share that if you are feeling overwhelmed and feeling like you're not don't have a you're not doing everything that's okay you know, making these intentional choices is what is going to make a difference. Okay, so then the other parts to our process, we've got S for sit, S-I-T, S for satisfied, I for making intentional choices, and T for tracking. So the tracking, that's what weighing ourselves every day if you choose, doing our progress quiz if you choose, or you might like to track if you're not weighing yourself every day you might like to just do it where you're tracking like how you're feeling and just writing yourself on a scale of one to ten of how you're doing every day um, so tracking is important because what gets measured gets improved and because we need though that 
um, yeah, if we don't have that, if we're not tracking, then it can be hard to, to actually notice the progress that we are making and it can be easy to get discouraged. So tracking is really important for helping us to keep going. Then we've got um, making intentional choices. So that's the, the very least, like having finding that regular meal and snack schedule is so important rather than just randomly grazing so that your body, like you're eating with your circadian rhythm. Um, if like doing a daily practice where you have some, some check-in on like thinking about your day or however that, that looks for you, checking in with your beliefs, like working on changing your beliefs about yourselves and your thoughts that you're having. Um, also daily practice can be a great time to like review the previous day and just like, like learn from what hasn't worked and what has worked in the previous day. And it, or it can also be a great opportunity to plan ahead your day and like imagine, imagine what's going to come up and anticipate any obstacles. Um, so it, there's so many parts to that daily practice piece, but, and it's up to you to find the ones that work for you. Um, another part of, of, being intentional is like this idea of planning our treats and alcohol because with things like um, sugar and alcohol it's really important to have those boundaries because it's of course we're always going to want more cookies or we're always going to want more wine um, and by planning those planning and and coaching ourselves so we stick to our our plan means that we're able to be intentional about the about things that can easily end up with overindulging um, and then the final piece about making intentional choices is just this question to ask ourselves a check-in of like, will I be happy about this choice tomorrow? So when random stuff comes up that you hadn't planned on, we can still make intentional choices in the moment by checking in with how this is going to make us feel in the future. And whenever we do that, that forces us to use the prefrontal cortex, the best part of our brain, and that's, that can be enough to make a different choice to what you're doing if you're just if you're using your emotional part of your brain who only wants to seek pleasure and avoid pain then you'll make it you can make different choices so intentional choices come from the prefrontal cortex you know emotional choices come from making choices in the moment and then the third part of our process is satisfied so that's stopping when you feel satisfied like there's this skill of like listening to your body and knowing like noticing when you've had, a, had enough and being able to um being able to to leave like stop then um and that's a new skill and the thing is that if you're not making intentional choices if you're grazing like there's little point in doing the work on stopping when you satisfy because like if you stop at mealtimes great but then you're going to over, like you're going to be eating like little bits all, all throughout the day so it's, you're not going to make it progress on your goals so this is the third piece to implement but when you do feel ready just know that it's a new skill it is something that everyone can learn um, and of course it, it sometimes it can feel hard at first but really the first if you're when you're ready to wade your way into this it's just setting that intention yeah I'm, I am going to listen to my body slowing down Focusing on the pleasure can really help here. And then just putting in a pause halfway or putting in a pause, like putting in some pauses and just checking in with yourself as you're going along. Um, and that's you know, a, a skill that you can learn with time. So that's our process. Um, okay, now we're going to talk about feelings. Um, so in terms of feelings, 
just a recap from the live event. So like the thing in, in cult, our culture is like negative emotion, we kind of see it as this bad thing that we, we're trying to avoid and that we shouldn't, like there's this idea that we should always be happy and like the being human is all about wanting, like avoiding negative emotion. And in actual fact, that's not the case. Like negative emotion has like, we have it for a very important reason. Like it serves as a guidepost when something's not wrong. It helps, like we can feel when things aren't, 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 when something's not right, <laughs> we can feel like emotions there to guide us. And emotion, like negative emotion also provides a contrast. Like if we lived in a world where everyone was happy all the time, like you wouldn't have that, you wouldn't have that contrast. And so you wouldn't, you don't appreciate the happiness as much when you don't have the, the sadness to, to experience as well. So it adds richness to life. And the other cool thing about negative emotion is that it can spur us into action. Like it can be a really potent driver for change. And so there's a lot of reasons why I'm a big fan of negative emotion. How, and what we want to do is appreciate it and also learn how to handle it. And this is a skill that unfortunately, you know, we're not taught as children. Like we're taught to distract. We're taught to like, oh, you know, you're feeling bad. Let's cheer you up. Like it's not okay to feel bad. And that, of course, that when we're adults, um, it doesn't serve us because it, then we look to, escape or a buffer or avoid our negative emotion rather than learning from it and being able to feel it and process it. Um, so yeah, what we want to do particularly, and the way that this manifests in our naturally healthy club work is of course the emotional eating piece or emotional drinking piece and where we use food in, you know, to buffer so that we don't have to feel negative emotion. So basically like we want to like the opposite of that and the way the naturally healthy way for this is being able to like actually feel our feelings and be okay with the feel, feeling um, negative emotion instead of overeating and, and buffering. Um, and I will say though that like, you know, it's okay to like the, the goal here isn't like I never emotionally eat, I only eat when I'm, I'm hung, physically hungry and that's all. Like it's okay to use food at sometimes to soothe ourselves. Um, like it doesn't have to be imperfect doesn't have to be perfect but we want to be able to we don't want to like use food too much where it becomes this net negative where we're like eating way too much to soothe ourselves so a little bit here and there not a problem but to, like a lot is, is is the problem and so again it comes back to this idea of being intentional with our feelings um, and the simplest way really to um to feel our feelings and to get good at this is so one of my um one of my friends who's another coach she was she was talking she was talking about how like as human beings like we have a head and a body and so we kind of like what we we're taught is we kind of go around like like human like think, we, we've got the brain and we're going around in our brains and we're completely disconnected from our bodies and we forget about our bodies and we're like living life like thinking 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 always in our heads and so the best way to be able the thing is that when we're in our heads and we've got we're disconnected from our bodies we can't feel the emotion because we feel emotions in our bodies and so what we want to do is like is find ways to bring that connection back between our head and our body so that we are able to feel and process emotion 
Um, does that make sense? Like, so I haven't explained this to anyone before. Bill's kind of, kind of nodding. But yeah, so the simplest way to feel our feelings is to practice, to do things and to practice being in your body. Like actually, um, rather than thinking, 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 actually letting ourselves experience what, what our body is feeling. Um, so the, that's like kind of the, sh the simplest way. And the way I taught it in the, um, in the live event is that the, the three A's to this. So first is awareness. So just bringing like, like, uh, like just that, that awareness of what's going on. Cause often we want to, when we, when we're feeling a good emotion, we want to check out, we want to go unconscious. And so we emotionally eat to like, to check out and to, to, to not feel. So we want to like bring that first. The first thing is just to bring awareness in what's going on here. Like, so when we notice that we're like, you know, elbows into the bag of cookies or for me, you know, in the, in the peanut with a jar of peanut butter, um, you know, just like pausing is really key and just asking yourself, like, what am I feeling now? Like, what am I noticing? And just bringing that curiosity and telling yourself like, yeah, I can come back to this food later, but just getting curious and putting that pause in of, oh, there must be, hang on, like you know, there must be something here. What am I feeling? And just checking in with that body and trying to name it. Like I feel bad. I feel good. Like if you can get more specific, I feel anxious. I feel overwhelmed. Great. But just it's that skill of just acknowledging what's going on is the first step. And um, we're going to do an exercise to, to practice feeling our feelings um, in, in a second. So you can bring that in there, but sometimes you're know, just taking a breath and taking that pause and going, Oh, actually, what am I feeling here? And che just checking in with your body. Like, am I tight in the chest? It, like um, it, it's a really good place to start. And then when we, and then the next piece is acceptance. And that's like when, and what that's when we just make it okay that we're feeling whatever we're feeling. So bringing that self compassion in of like, oh, yeah, I'm feeling disappointed and it's okay for me to feel disappointed. Um, it's okay for me to feel angry. It's okay for me to still sad or overwhelmed. Of course, I'm feeling like this. And that just takes, like calms everything down like the, this self-compassion piece is like I can't I, I, I like I, that has made such a big difference to me in terms of my journey and being able to feel my feelings is being okay with feeling bad is so helpful um and it's also it can be important to for, for a skill of accepting other people feeling bad especially like you know children or people that we love like when we're able to be okay with us feeling bad or okay with them feeling bad it just it makes it so much easier to actually feel feel the feelings and process them and and then from there like move on but when we're freaking out if we start freaking out about feeling bad and that's adding this extra layer of like dirty pain onto the situation so then we get the the like it just complicates it and it makes it a bigger and more scary negative emotion than whatever the initial thing is so whereas if we can just accept what's going on and be compassionate with ourselves that takes a big layer of the, the negative negativity away um, so it just kind of yeah m makes it so much easier to cope and um, 
yeah so that was great awareness so that's just like bringing like some shining some light on what's going on and then acceptance so being okay with feeling whatever it is and from there like we can look at the action that we want to take and deciding what we want to do next and so that might be that we decide to eat more but it might be that we um we want to spend some time breathing and just checking in with our body and doing that that what we can to connect although eating can be a way to connect our body with our brain like we we can if we're focusing on the pleasure that can be a way to to bring this connection back of our heads and our our brains and our bodies or it can be you know any of the the self-soothing activities that we have are ways to bring that connection back to our body um and yeah just it and this is a, a skill to practice and 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 it's like a never-ending journey <laughs> journey when you think you've got it there'll be something that comes up and you'll need to learn it again so it's um it is but it is it makes a big difference so does anyone have any questions or thoughts about that piece of like feeling our emotions or any hesitations like that they don't think it applies to them or no we're good no okay Okay, so now we're going to do an exercise on feeling our feelings. And we're going to, what we're going to do is we're actually going to practice feeling a negative emotion on purpose. Yay! Awesome, Jules. <laughs> um, yeah, but the, I, I think having this experience, like I did this with my um, one of my, my, my writing coach last week, actually doing, she got us to let us through this exercise of just making a safe space to actually practice feeling negative emotion um and like that so i thought that would be a really great thing to practice here because we've got a safe space we've got time and what we're going to actually practice is feeling the feeling of overwhelm which is like something that i think a lot of, a lot of people uh, we experience on a regular basis and so we're, I'm actually going to, it's kind of like a guided meditation, but we're actually, yeah, we're going to, to do, do this together. So I invite you to turn your video off if you've got your video on so that you're not. Um, Leilani said, sometimes it's hard to want to feel the emotions and to also give ourselves permission to feel those emotions. Yes. Yes. And Sheila said, pausing is powerful, but not easy to do. Yes. Yeah. And that's, like just remember this is a skill and it's we're not taught this as children so it's just like everything it's like it's not like it doesn't always come naturally in the beginning but the more we practice like riding a bike like the easier it becomes and so this is us doing this exercise now is an opportunity for us to practice feeling those emotions and and learning that it is safe and the more times we do this the the easier and easier it will become so just just know that if this is something that's new to you then you know that's okay for it to feel awkward um 
but but the more we we practice and particularly in a safe environment like this the like the easier it's going to become in real life but it's not like you know a one and done oh I just I get this straight away and off I go like it's it's something that does can a skill that can take some time to develop so so oh okay um yeah Leila she said it's hard to want to feel the emotions yeah and that's just because we're not like we we've had this level of judgment around them so by 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 bringing the self-compassion in and making it okay to feel them like being okay like actually telling ourselves that it's okay like of course we're feeling them Leilani that makes it much easier to then be in a place where we where we're we're open to we don't necessarily want to go around feeling negative emotion but we we can open ourselves up to being available to do it so all, all that said, so get yeah, video off. And now if you want to close your eyes, I invite you to close your eyes. You want to get comfortable in your chair, wherever you're sitting. And so just like maybe roll your head around, roll, in, roll your neck just to loosen your neck up. And then we'll lift our shoulders up to our ears and drop them back down. And take a big, deep breath, like the biggest breath you've taken all day. And then we're going to exhale twice as long. And I want you to just remember, like, you're in a safe place now. We're just going to do a little experiment. Um, so I want you to think about the last time you felt overwhelmed. Um, so maybe you, you, know, you were thinking, like, you know, the thoughts that might have been going through your head were, you know, there's so much um there's so much there's so much to do I don't know where to start you know I don't know how I'm going to get all this done um I don't know what to do like what what, what am I going to how am I going to do this um there's not enough time to get this all done like those types of thoughts are swirling in your head and just feel into that overwhelm of like oh I don't know what to do there's so much I've got so much on like I'm just feeling and let that that overwhelm come or if, if it's not overwhelmed just when you think those thoughts of like there's so much to do it's not enough time like what this whatever those that feeling is that comes up let it come up and you just want to notice like where in your body is the is this feeling of overwhelm or whatever it is for you showing up right now so your only job now is just to notice where is it like to get curious like is it in your is it in your chest is it in your shoulders is it in your is it in your gut is it in your heart just just get curious like that's your only job is to notice where it is and now we want to like get curious about like what exactly does it feel like like how would you describe this feeling like does it have a color is it does it have a, a shape is it you know big and fluffy or is it small is it is it yeah what's this what, what's the size of it um, does it have a texture like is it smooth or is it spiky maybe it's it's undulating um 
and does it have movement to it like does it feel or does it feel static like does it feel stuck or does it feel like it's it's vibrating or moving around so just get curious and then we want to just allow this feeling to be there so just allow like whatever it is just um let it let it be there and then like let's create some space around it so I'm going to, we'll take another breath in and just breathe air around wherever that sensation is like wherever you're feeling in your body just breathe imagine breathing the air in and, and making it a little cloud a buffer around that feeling and then like we want to notice that um that you're here like that and you're and in the here and now like you're feeling this feeling um, and you're still safe. Like that it's actually okay for you to feel overwhelmed or whatever it is you're feeling. Like you actually don't die when you feel overwhelmed. Like your body is able to handle feeling this feeling and you are able to handle feeling this feeling. And it's safe right now for you to be in your body feeling this feeling. And just wanted you to celebrate yourself and recognize that yeah it may not feel great but you you can do this like you are doing this and then we want to take another breath and then exhale and the feeling can stay here like let's just let's not try and push it away let's let it be here and now let's bring some awareness back into the like the room so you want to open your eyes gently slowly and shake off your hands I like to do some of these ones just to bring some movement into your body I'm gonna take another breath and then you can turn on your camera or or if not that's fine, but um, I'm really curious to like share your experience. See, and like, what was that like? Like, Shelly, you're the only one on camera. You're, you're up for a chat. <laughs> you don't have to if you don't want to. Um, well, I was thinking about last week. I was entertaining some friends for dinner, and I felt completely overwhelmed because there was. I felt like my week was busy. You know, I didn't, I felt like I didn't have time. I had overstretched myself. There was too much going on. Anyway, it, it, I made myself a list of what I had to do to help with my overwhelmed feelings. And, and actually we had a really good time and I got everything done that I needed to get done. And, you know, it was fine. It was okay. It was okay. I don't know if I'm answering your question or not, Jules, but. Yeah, yeah. Let's say so that was a time when you felt overwhelmed and then you were able to process it and you got clear and you got a list and you, so that's great to have that recent memory of when you felt overwhelmed and you were able to do something with it. Hey. Yeah. yeah but it, it wasn't a good feeling. It wasn't a good feeling. Right. So you want to, you know, at the beginning. Up. Yeah. I, I regretted inviting my friends over. I, anyway. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but it it was fine it and was when okay. we so when we just did that exercise then did that were you able to bring back up that the overwhelmed feeling like that bad feeling for sure yeah 
Yeah, for sure. And and I could feel it in my chest, you know, in the yeah. upper part of my body. And, you know, I just, just try and, and I liked what you said, what it's safe to feel my feelings in my body. I just kind of remind myself of that. Yeah. Yeah. So do you think like next time overwhelm comes up, you might be able to just take a couple of a minute to do that again, like to check back in with your body and see if, is it here in my chest? Am I feeling and just notice? I hope so. Yeah. Yeah. Like just when you, when you are pausing, just be like knowing now, now that you know that it's safe to do that, like that's kind of the next step is to bringing, bringing that skill practice into the real world so when you are noticing like oh something's up or just taking that few minutes to like breathe if you can close your eyes that can be really helpful and just reminding yourself that it's safe and and that's yeah that's such like that will be well on the way to like being able to process the negative emotion and from there then you can you know create your list and but letting it letting yourself feel it first is the first step yeah and accepting it yeah yeah it's okay yeah. just accepting it. it's okay it's okay to feel overwhelmed yeah my youngest daughter is getting married this weekend and <gasps> oh my it's goodness. okay that i'm feeling overwhelmed <laughs> <laughs> so this is very timely jules thank you yeah okay <laughs> i'm gonna do a lot of pausing this weekend <laughs> yeah fantastic oh that's exciting as well though sheila yeah, yeah. that must be big yeah great great yeah. yeah thank you yeah awesome okay did anyone else want to share your experience of like what how that how you found doing that exercise Leilani did you Bill did you, you guys know, yeah um I think that that's something I was a reminder of me of how often maybe I really need to do that when I'm feeling overwhelmed is just taking that moment to just stop and breathe. And then, you know, maybe just, what I don't know, you know, as, as you were, you know, I mean, I hadn't thought about giving it a color or a shape or, or something like that. And, and by being able to do that, you know, it was like, I had envisioned this, this rock and I couldn't move it. But as I was thinking more and more, I began to just start envisioning me having the strength to pick up that rock and throw it. Right. Wow. Yeah. And so it was kind of like a, you know, if I sit down and kind of really analyze how much really has to be done or what has to be, you know, what is overwhelming me that maybe we can get a little bit of control over it. Yeah, so it makes the space to be able to yeah. to be able to then look at it in a different way. Hey, like it's because I think particularly overwhelm can just feel like it's there's no space. So by like taking the time to feel it and to describe it and how it's showing up for you, then gives you and seeing that you have power over it as well, Elani is that's a, that's that's excellent that you were able to then like I could throw this <laughs> like that's. Yeah. Yeah, sometimes we we can do that. Sometimes we can't. Sometimes it doesn't. We don't feel like we have power. And in in those cases, just accept that acceptance piece is really big. Of just okay, I can feel this way, and it can be, it's okay. Um, that can be enough as well. So, but that like if we can throw it away as well, for sure, go for it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, great, Leilani. That's that's awesome. Yeah. What about you, Bill? Did you did you want to share 
how you found that. I'm curious to see. Oh, let's unmute you, Bill. Hey, Bill, can't hear you. There he is. Okay, that was an interesting choice for negative because I've actually been feeling that. And um, the, um, the guided meditation um, and the breathing exercises, um, I've been through them in, many times in the past, but you know, I've kind of forgotten to access them. So that, that was really, you know, helpful. Great. To, to kind of, you know, force myself to pause and acknowledge the feeling and then just say, you know, um, nothing lasts forever. And, you know, I can, I can make, you know, I can take steps to make this go away. Yeah, great, Phil. So just calm, calm. Do you felt that? Yeah. That, that, and empower. I guess that sounds quite empowering. Like I can do, I can, I can do something about this. Did you, whereabouts did you feel it in your body, Bill? Um, in my chest and gut. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's where I get it too. <laughs> yeah. Great. Okay. Um, cool. So like now that you have that tool and I was just thinking, I'll record that as a, um, I'll publish that on the private podcast feed as a like little standalone thing so that you can anytime you want to practice that 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 feeling of negative emotion like it you can you'll be able to grab it and just and I can I can grab it too and just have that that guided help I think will be a helpful tool um okay and then in terms of like what's not working well this week like <laughs> let's let's do a group review and um yeah does anyone want to share like what either what's not working or what what you want to focus on I guess is really the, where we want to get to for the coming week so Sheila's got the wedding coming up so feeling the feelings is going to be big <laughs> do, you, do you feel like you've, you've got a good plan for that Sheila or Well, as I said in my weekly review, one bite at a time, like that's all I got. Yeah. I'm just gonna, <laughs> that's my plan. <laughs> one sip and one bite at a time, I, you know, as, as far as setting boundaries with food, because there's multiple, um, I mean, there's the wedding, yes, but, but it starts on Thursday and goes till Sunday. So yeah, one bite at a time, that's, that's where I'm at right now. <laughs> Great. Yeah. Just take it and just trust that you can, like, it doesn't matter what's going to happen. Like you'll be okay either way. Yeah. That's and, and to show up as naturally healthy me. Yeah. Like, and also trust that you, like you already have, have so many skills that are in place that you, that you've been, been working on. So yeah, you can do that. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. Okay. How about you, Bill? What are you going to focus on this week? Um, since it's the defining criteria to drill down a little further on intentionality, you know, try to you know stop 
um, when I'm satisfied, but I need to plan out the entirety of the day. Right. You know, what periods I'm eating and, you know, am I eating, taking a break and then eating a little bit too much or, or too much sweet in my snack. Um, I had lost a few pounds and now they've been sliding back. So um, I think, I, you know, just, just drilling down to recover the skill or the experience, not skill, I guess, really, uh, that helped me lose a few pounds. Yeah, right. So do you feel like you've got your regular meal schedule? Um, it's not more, it's more of a day-to-day thing. Right. What, you know, what is, okay, what am I going to have today? Yeah, okay. And I, I'm sure I would benefit by, you know, stretching out that, um, going to a weekly plan or at least three or four days so I can um, more holistically look at what I'm planning to eat and what, you know, and how much. Yeah. Do you, um, but do you like to, are you having like breakfast? Oh, you were doing fasting, weren't you? So are you having like lunch, yeah. lunch and snack and dinner now or? Um, I haven't migrated to that, but I'm okay. probably going to do it next week. Yeah. Okay. I've, sounds, tried, I've tried to shorten. I've tried to shorten up the window. I've shortened up the window of fasting and um, a little bit. So I'm eating dinner a little earlier and trying to cut off the um, the end point. And earlier in the evening. Yeah, right. So you're having dinner and then having a snack after dinner. But instead of having it at eight o'clock, have dinner at six, instead of finishing eating at 11, try and do it at, you know, nine to 10. So I shorten, I'm gradually working way back towards lunch. Yeah, okay. And doing it like a gradual, gradual change. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That sounds like a good plan, Bill. That's what I would focus on is like getting, finding that rhythm first. Yeah. I've got got the circadian rhythm book. I really need to, I guess. No, you don't need to read it. You don't need to read it. (laughs) Seriously. All you need to like, all it is is like just having a regular schedule and, and also not, not making the eating like the fasting window too too arduous because i think that Mm -hmm. can cause if you're too hungry if you make that too big when you when you do eat if you're like just ravenous and then it's really hard to stop um what are the ramifications of kind of switching from the longer intermittent fast to the lunch lunch dinner snack um should I expect to gain a little bit of weight for a while or? I wouldn't feel like um, 
I like you I wouldn't be ever like expecting to gain weight from doing that because like the total amount of food it actually should be like I would imagine most of most people would end up being less because you're not getting too hungry and then overeating overeating when you are eating so I wouldn't expect to gain weight during that like you might not I'd expect it to stay pretty stable but then you might like and that's okay as well okay thank you yeah yeah but the late night the late night snacking like do you have and like having that space between the last food and dinner I mean when you go to bed like the last bite bite you have and when you go to bed that's a like that's an important gap to have yeah, I'm unfortunate. I've got, um, I uh, thank goodness I don't do it with the same regularity that I did. I've got sleep apnea, insomnia, all that kind of stuff. And now I've, I've been sleepwalking. Really? Yeah. Um, and when I do, um, usually ravenous for sugar. Uh, it's only the next day. I need, never used to believe that I'd do it until I used to, until I woke up with consistently, you know, woke up with like blueberry jam or, you know, things down, you know, down my shirt in the morning or things on the sheet, you know. Um, wow. no, it used to be a really serious thing half a, you know, a dozen years ago and I kind of got out of it now intermittently i'm getting back so um hopefully that will subside because it kind of undoes some of the good things that i do well exactly yeah (laughs) that would yeah definitely so is there anything that helps that that helps helps that prevent that sleep walking There, there there isn't I've been to sleep labs and all Hoover Court, and there doesn't seem to be a rhyme or reason to it. Right. Um, the, what the sleep labs tell you is, you know, good sleep hygiene is, you know, is the best preventative, I guess. Not so much preventative, but it's best practice and best you can do. I mean, there are things like tying yourself to the bed and things like that, but they're, you know, they're a little more drastic and I'm not sure. that stage. <laughs> yeah, I mean, literally just tie, you know, you get a cuff, you know, something materials or Velcro and nylon or something and they sell them and you um, tie yourself. When you go to sleep, uh, you know, I'm not there yet. Great. Hopefully, I'm going to, you know, just try and play around with sleep time and sleep etiquette, things like that first. Yeah, good plan. That's a good yeah. plan. Yeah, not, yeah. The, not the more draconian. Yeah, yeah. I actually did, Um, I had some insomnia a couple of years ago. Bill, I did a podcast episode on that, so... 
I'll send you a link so you can have a listen to like my take on it. But I wasn't I wasn't sleepwalking, so I don't know if there'll, there'll be anything helpful for you in that. Okay, appreciate yeah. it. Yeah, but does that feel good for you to like work on your meal schedule as your next? Yes. Yeah, great. So it's clear focus. You, you know what you're doing. Yeah. Excellent. Great. Okay, we'll wrap up there, everyone. Thank you. Awesome. Um, okay, so home play this week is to just focus on whatever your one thing is that you're going to focus on. Um, so Sheila's having one one bite at a time. Bill's going to work on his his sleep his um his regular meal schedule plan. And the other thing is like you're welcome to join the Maximum Pleasure Project if you like, but of course you definitely don't have to. Okay, have a good week, everyone. I'll catch you guys next week.